when I'm on, they gonna have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you We're back. Me, back to even. It is Friday, June 30th, 2023. Thank you for tuning in. We are the unofficial podcast of bringing Bush Appleback, getting the wild to change their colors, anytime touchdown parlays, raising shark awareness, because apparently that is needed, getting dumbass parents out of youth sports, betting dogs in the tourney, weathermen in training, unofficially, gambling picks that should be faded, drafting of random shit, and doofus debating. Hope you all are having a great week and ready for one of the greatest holidays of the year. Without further ado, you know who I am. My name is Jeff. Joined as always by none other than the incomparable. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. 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 Hey, Ben. Oh, Ben. 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 How the hell are you, Bennett? Jeffrey. What's happening, brother? Dude, we are a podcasting machine tonight. A man. Yeah, yeah, we are. This is my third. This is your second. What a life. What a life is right, dude. Holy smokes. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. <laughs> Not me. Yeah, what a deal, dude. Yeah. Um, Three in one night. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you're just loading yeah. up, I'm assuming, right, for... To get through while we're gone, but I tried to go on Monday. I was like, yeah, I'll come in next Monday and do one because three in a night's tough, right? I knew I do two. It's just a lot of fucking talking. Not like I'm not about it, but yeah, dude. So uh, here we are. And uh, yep, I did three, but they said no go on Monday. So I did back to back tonight, you know. Shout out. So, yeah, I actually did. Uh, well, don't spoil the guest, but one's with Ton and then uh, nice. a solo for the that. Hence, yeah, I was gonna say, I asked I, everybody for those things so. in my head. I was like, I bet he's rolling solo for that one and just gonna play yeah. some clips and have some fun and cutting shit up. That's awesome, man. Exciting, yeah, exciting shit. Yes, sir. Yeah, I uh, I did three once and uh, it I took me that. like two days to recover. From yeah. all the drinking I did that day. <laughs> yeah, I remember that well. Yeah, I remember that real well. That was so. fun. That was fun. So yeah. hopefully you don't lose your voice before you uh, before you cut out, right? But <laughs> um, I mean, shit, dude. It's been a week here. Fucking apocalypse is back. Yeah. Out I of heard. nowhere. You know, I mean, How what's... Wild. How wild. If, for real. I, at this point, I think it's, in my head, I feel like there's something else going on. It's been what aren't they telling us? Exactly. It's been here for a week, then it goes away. Then it comes back, then it goes away, then it comes back. There is no way that is Canada still on fire. We're check it out. Silently being poisoned, I feel like. Just without our knowledge. Yeah. I mean it's like chemtrails out of airplanes or some shit. Yeah, I don't believe in that much either. Um we had a little wildfire literally like right here. Uh, yeah. Did you go off that Verde River? Ty was talking about it last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. I watched some videos, though, of that. That's fucking nuts. Wildfires are wild. Mm-hmm. Weird. Hence, Weird. Hence uh, the name. They're crazy. Uh, yeah, dude. I just don't know how you contain them, you know? Uh, obviously, Canada has no fucking clue how to contain a wildfire. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Don't really ask struggling. our friends north of the border. Have they tried pouring maple syrup on the fire? That's the only thing left. I got to imagine that would be somewhat helpful. I mean, 
give it a whirl. At least bring the smell down, you'd think. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So do you smell do you smell the wildfire in the Today smoke? you could smell it really bad. See, that's what I I mean, I know it's happened before and we've talked about it, but my grandma texted me to you this morning and was telling me how bad it was. And then she said she couldn't, but she talked to some lady who left a window open last night and she said this morning her house just smelled like somebody had a bonfire in the house. So crazy. It's crazy. <sighs> Fucking Canadians, dude. The yeah, goddamn man. Canucks. Blame Canada. Fucking A. Yeah. Get your shit together. Yeah. What's it, Trudeau? Is that the that's the dictator up there? Sure. Let's go yeah, with it. Pretty sure. Yeah. Justin Trudeau, I think. Yeah. Whoever's yeah. in charge, yeah, it doesn't matter. They suck. Yeah. Figure it out. Okay. Yeah. Figure it out. Are you French or are you Canadian? I don't like the French Canadian thing either, you know? Figure Nobody it out. Nobody says I'm no, I don't want to say that. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what's the weather like there? Hotter than just kidding. No shit. one cares. What's it like in Boji? Oh, about twenty degrees cooler than it is Ooh, here right now, buddy. Yeah. How fucking excited are you? Honestly, like I'm just at the point like let's get on the plane. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pumped up. I don't know, like. I'm excited. I'm so excited to come back and see everybody. Um, not loving the forecast looking for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday right now, but hopefully that changes. So it's the weather. If yep. not, it's the weather. We can't do anything about it. We'll still have a blast. We'll find a way. If there's a will, there's a way. 100%. It's not like we can't drink inside. Done it before. Do it again. Not like you can't um, stand in the rain and drink. That's true, too. Fuck it. Uh, no, dude, I, I am juiced up. I'm just, um, yeah, I'm just ready to go. You know, yeah. uh, I think, I think last year was more angst. Uh, neither of us were packed until sure. like 40 minutes before we left the place and at three o'clock in the morning. And so to, I mean, we're both pretty much packed. I just got to throw my toothpaste and stuff in the bag in the morning and hit the row ad but yeah dude i'm juiced up to to be back in god's country for a couple days and uh shut my work phone off at five that was beautiful and just come back and i have a care in the world so hell yeah hell yeah dude hell yeah excited for you uh excited for you and ton yeah, see the fam connect with everybody and i'm looking forward to obviously monday man and yeah. however, however long i stay there who knows we'll see yeah, fuck yeah. it. Jeff's moving in. Yeah. I might be on vacation with you for 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm just squatting here. Thanks, Chip. Yeah, squatter. <laughs> squatter alert. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Well, I promised you five minutes. It took seven minutes and four Not seconds. Anyone. But I usually say cheers when I'm uh, welcoming you into the pod. But we have a beer review to lead the show off with first. After... Months of speculation and myself personally holding on to this shit for two weeks. While literally everyone I know, everyone. So you haven't been. tasted it for us? No. Oh, what a fucking pal, dude. No. There's nobody more loyal than Jeff. Not only did this guy mail it to me, he waited. He I waited. waited. I thought he a fucker had that. No, one. I have not, man. Like, I've oh. been, I've been waiting and it, it dude like i i didn't tell you this but i got an alert that the package was like lost lost so i'm like god yeah. effing damn it right 
take three more cans, <laughs> put them in this Pelican box that you got. Two-day shipping cost me 60 bucks, but I got it there. Jesus Christ, why would you do that? Because we got to do this, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I was well, done waiting. I'm giving you $60. No, you're not. You no, you're not. No, you're not. Holy fuck. So they lost. So somebody stole the first three. I don't know. It was four, but I don't know. Well, see, that's where you threw me off because you said that you sent four. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. And then I was like, oh, maybe there's just three. And then you said the thing in the text. You're like, well, I assumed you couldn't just have one. Right. So right. Hopefully I get them. It says lost. Like, they don't know where it is. Like, I've called. They got no clue. So, so what, I mean, what did you, you should have put a big claim on them fuckers. It don't cost much. But here's here's your tip. If you're ever shipping something in the mail ever again. I think it's like an extra $5 to say the thing is worth 250 to $1,000. Interesting. And so you just say, yep, that's how much it is. And then if they fucking lose it like that, guess what the post office owes you? $1,000. Because you say, yeah, I think $1,000 replace those two PlayStation 5s that I shipped in the mail. Mm-hmm. That's a smart move. <clears throat> It's a smart move. So, That's a pro move. It's the government money, you know? So yeah. they'll give you free boxes, too. The post office, not to delay this anymore, but the worst-ran organization in the world, United States Postal Service. Mm-hmm. So. 100%. 100%. Shout out. All right, then let's fucking get into it. Yeah. This is, these have came through hell and high water, and if you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, you don't listen to this pod ever. Bush Peach. Bush Light Peach Review. Oh, you got a good whiff Ooh. there. Yeah, as soon as I opened it. Okay, okay. Smell yeah. is delicious. Yeah, smell ten out of ten. All right, we going on your count. All right, three, two, one. It's different. It is. One sip, not enough. Going to have to go back. One sip, everybody knows the rules. Hmm. You have any instant thoughts? Okay. Here's my instant thoughts. The reason I loved the apple, it was just subtle enough. Mm-hmm. Right? It was just enough apple to be like, oh, this is good. This is extremely peachy. Yeah, it almost doesn't taste like beer. At all. Um, uh, that being said. Ooh. It's good. It is good. It is good. But here's the thing. As somebody who prides themselves on how many bush lights they can drink, I don't know that I could have more than one of these at a time. Yeah, I'm a little torn. I'm, I mean, look, I got a cooler of seven, so I'm going to give her hell. Drink them all. I'm going to give her hell tonight, right? Just to see, like, at what will I get sick of it? Will I not? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's got a weird. And maybe it's because I was drinking bourbon before this. I don't know. So my, my palate might be a little fucking off. I rinsed my mouth with water. <laughs> I did not. This. I did not. That was my mistake. So, That's my mistake. I was drinking bourbon with Mez. Um, yeah, it's, 
I find the lack of beer taste to it strange. It yeah. It almost is like a peach bellini type thing. Yeah. Now, some things are starting to make sense because I saw people making bush peach floats, like root beer floats, mm. and pouring this on ice cream. But it slapped. Bet that was fucking oh, delicious. I bet. Right? Um, but this is a fucking dessert. Now, I'm not saying that I don't love it, but the, the lightness and the crispness of the apple... Yeah, that was that was it. And I'm yeah. just just reviewing because I really care. There's still only 138 calories in here. Um, 14 carbs, no fat though. It's also in a recyclable can. Yeah, I can give a fuck about that part. Um, <laughs> no, um, 12 fluid ounces. It is. I just, uh, I'm here's the thing. I know I got some, and I know I'll get some more. I'm excited for it to, for me to be hot and have one of these. You know oh, what I mean? I feel sure. like, yeah. like that's that was like the wonder of the peach. Because even when I had them here in the house over the winter, it wasn't. I wasn't drinking them. I mean, I just got rid of my last one, right? So it wasn't like mm-hmm. I was just hammering the peach or the apple. But look, man. look, there's something about. An apple, right? right? Like apples, fucking hit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you get a good crisp apple, just in general, whether it's right. green or you know ambrosia. That's my favorite. Honey crisp, right? Like whatever, right? Like the, uh, the apples fucking slap. I don't care who you are, right? Like they're good to eat, and it's it mixes well with kind of a a beer flavor. As well, and yeah. I don't, I don't know why apple isn't more of a thing. Like apple juice slaps. Like, do they make no, peach juice? No. Um, I mean, I bet you could get it. Yeah, but you're not like getting peach juice at a diner. No, you know what I mean. Like that's what I mean, right? Eat, like eat peaches, eat peachos. Yep. I love peaches too. This is really. I think. I think I'm probably just more taken back that there's so much peach flavor. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to have the crispness to it. Like I'm feeling like a like with a peach, right? Like it's very powerful in right. its flavor, but not like tart or tangy, which kind of feels like that's what pairs best with a beer. So it's kind of it's almost like really smooth in my mouth. Yeah. Which is yeah. strange. Um, we'll see how it goes as as we continue to drink. I like it. I do like it. I'm I'm a little disappointed though, to be honest. Yeah, I like it as well. I'm not. I'm not like oh my god, I'm never going to drink this. Uh, it's good. I can see. I, yeah, I want to try it when I'm hot as fuck. Right, like we're yeah. like on a golf course, right? You're thirsty. Right. I'm curious to see how that. You're like your dipshit brother, he just drinks Natterdays. Right. So he probably loved this fucker. Sure. Because he loves the fruit, right? I don't know what his deal is, but. Um, yeah, dude. He's a little fruity. Uh, might be. Shout out. 
We only got a couple more days. It's June, buddy. Live your life. Be Shout happy. Fruitness. Um, yeah, dude. Are you going to drink the other two tonight as well? We got to see how they how they will they grow on us. Honestly, I might. I think I'm going to say I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll Ooh, see. That's damning. I don't know. That's damning. I'm not like eager to like throw this down my palate. You know, so I, like I, that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like that's an indictment. Oh, it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I've said it in the monologue. Bring Bush Apple back. Yeah, I mean, why? It's just, you know. I don't understand why we have to have one and not the other. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. There's different um, flavors for everybody, right? Oh, for sure. You for know? sure. Like, why are we limited to one, you know? Come on, folks. Yeah, I'm just... I like it. I don't want anybody to think that I don't like it. This is not a negative review. It's I just, okay to not I think, like it. Huh? It's okay to not like it. No, I do, I do like it. I'm just... I'm just trying to figure out... I think the mental... I'm mentally mind-fucked here on this flavor. It is just so peachy. Yeah. And I... And somebody's going to be listening to this and be like, what the fuck do you expect, you fucking idiot? It's beach. Yeah, I get it. But I didn't drink the apple and was like, holy fuck, that's 700 apples hitting me in the taste buds. Yeah. This is the every peach ever dripped onto your tongue. <laughs> yeah. It's like the 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 syrup flavorings that at a coffee yeah. stand and you just you fill the fucking mug up with the syrup and then you do a drop of coffee like again i can't stress enough like how little i taste beer at all no i don't like if if you're not a beer drinker you'll love this a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah dude i don't know idk that was a full bush peach there I think coming back up, man, I was so excited. And it, it, like everybody said it a lot when I posted that on my story where I said, can't wait to taste you tomorrow. And a picture of this bush peach. Everybody said it's good, but it's not the apple. Exactly. I don't. I And I feel like a lot of people have told me that they like it better than the apple. Yeah, I've heard that. Justin, Dalt, Nez, uh, Brennan, Walter? Yeah, well, I'll get at B. I don't understand that one, but the other three I get. I, I, <sighs> yeah, the other two of them, at least, the sister fuckers, they hated the apple, which is mind-blowing in, my, in its own right. They mean... Couple high class citizens carry a wine glass around to smell their own farts. You don't like Bush Apple? What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, Brennan got he he uh he uh yeah delicious on a hot summer day. Two is probably enough. Um, not sure I could drink several of them at a time for how sweet they are. Yeah, 
kind of dangerous because it doesn't taste like alcohol. Kind of tastes like a sparkling water. You know what's kind of dangerous is I want to put three shots of vodka in this fucker. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's it's strange. It is not bush apple. Boy. Not the same reverence for me. Um, no. We're going to see, though. Let's do a, a, a B2E ranking. If you, B2 and E, where is it at on yours? So a one, two, three scale, essentially. Well, I mean, if Apple's a one. I said no, two. Like a, yeah, like a hard, like a three, like a three out of three or five out of five. Oh, Just oh yeah. Okay, okay. We're going five stars. Sorry, I thought like one was one, like it's first. Yeah. No. no. Okay. No. Um, so if Apple, to me, like Apple would be a three. Like as far as like flavored beers go. Correct. Right? Like, that's the best one I've ever tasted, just because I felt like I could drink a thousand of them and not get, like, gut rot. It also tasted like beer. It was refreshing. Bang, bang, bang. Right? Uh, yeah. This is it's like a one and a half to a two for me right now, but we'll see yeah. on a hot day. Might climb up. I'm also going to come back to it later in the pod after I've had, like, two or three and been like, you know what? I'd be curious to see if you can get to two or three. So would I. So will I. I got nothing else here to drink, so I'm getting that. At all? Nope. Well, water. Mm-hmm. Let's be Maybe honest. water it down. I might pour this in water. Like, I think the biggest thing, the, the peach flavoring is literally just so overpowerful for me. Yeah. And I, it's good. It, it's good, but it's not an apple. Yeah, I mean, you, I smell it. I'm four inches away from my nose, and I can smell it as I'm like. Dude, when I cracked that first one, I said, oh, my God. And I was like, well, I'll say it. I'll fucking say it. They let us down. I, yeah, I, I can see that for you, for sure, 100%. You can see I'm, it in my face. Yeah, like not, not what we were expecting. No, not at all. Hmm. You know what? I feel get- like we also, like, called that. Yeah, when we did. This was first I mean, rumored. Check the tapes. When we saw that this was a rumor, we fucking knew it wouldn't be as good as Apple. Mm-mm. It's just, you know, why make another one? Yeah. It's unnecessary. And why can't we have both? Correct. Correct. So if you're a Bushlight exec and you're listening, you fucked up. Big time. Big time. Thanks for the try. Bring it's Bush okay. Apple back. I will have one. I would. This would be something that I would be like. I'm having a beer before bed. It's this a little dessert like beer. A dessert beer. Yep. I respect that. Now, yeah. we will bring a case onto the boat. Weather, oh, yeah. weather permitting. Yeah. Get a little sweaty, and let's yeah. see how they taste then. Yeah. Yep. And yep. we'll see if Ton drinks twelve. <laughs> Because this definitely yeah. feels a bit more like a bit more feminine of a drink. Yeah, which, it does. Which makes sense. Huh. To some yeah. of the reviews I've seen. Right on par with the Anheuser Busch slogan these days, huh? <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Weird. <laughs> they got us. Yeah, they did. Here we are. They fucking got us. <laughs>
yeah, like, I, I, I mean, wind is out of my sails a little bit. Yeah, I feel pretty defeated, to be honest. Wrap it up. All right, have a good weekend, everybody. Talk to you later. Pod's over. <clears throat> oh, shit. Let's just move on. Yeah, we'll come back no, to it. Yeah. You know, we'll see um, if, if it grows. Yeah, I'll keep sipping this. I, I I did decide to save one. I only brought two out here. I was like, boy, if I really love it, I'm going to want to come back to at least one. Sure. Right? Yep. So respect might save two now so we'll see see how it's going all right let's get into it dude i feel like we've got a lot to cover let's fucking go i mean right out of the gate i think to me it's something that's not like being talked about a lot yet which is kind of crazy to me because i think it should be jets are rumored to be the team for fucking hard knocks yeah which one though? Just the training camp one, not the in season hard knocks. Yeah, the the original, right? The okay. hard knocks, right? Like HBO hard knocks. I don't know yeah, what the other one is. That no, it's called hard knocks. Oh, in they season. do an in season. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So last year, two years ago, it was the Colts. This last year, it was the Cardinals, and they pick it up around like week four or five, and then oh, okay. they roll the rest of the year. Then they I thought, still do their training camp one. I thought that was on Amazon. There's all or nothing. Yeah, that one, that's no longer a thing. So okay. now all Hard Knocks does training camp on one team gotcha. and then in season. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, you know, yeah. you, uh, which I find interesting, right? Like, so you, the whole, like, premise of, like, getting, being able to do the show or not do the show or whatever, right? Like, you can say no. Right. If you meet three criteria or one of three criteria, you have a first year head coach, yep. which I respect, right? Like you don't want like that person given away, you, you know, like they shouldn't have all their secrets given away or aired right out of the gate. Correct. Okay. Number two, if you've made the playoffs in the last two years, yep. I don't necessarily agree with that one. Well, I'll be honest. I mean, I get it because. You have to have something to be able to be like to differentiate, right? Like, were you in the tournament or not? That's what they always say. That's all that matters in the NFL. Did you make the tournament or not? Like, that's where the teams stand, which I agree 100%. So, if you're, I mean, it's a results based league. I think that's fair because if you're, if you hit on number two, you most likely don't have number one either. So, that takes you out on right. But, right. like, so why couldn't they be on hard knocks? I think they could. I think it's just more of a nuisance than anything. And it's like, okay, the NFL loves the money part of it, right? The fan loves the behind the curtains thing. I think it's like, okay, we've earned the right to to not be on this fucking show. Yeah. But I guess that's how I I I would I would reduce that to one year. Yeah. In my opinion. That's fair. Right? Like, you haven't made the playoffs in what? Just because there's so much turnover in the league, right? Like, okay, you made it last year. You you, you can say no. But two right. years ago, a lot can happen. And I think there's a lot of compelling stories of, yeah, they made the playoffs two years ago. They're trying to get back. Right? Like, just it gives a lot of outs. I mean, what is the stat? Like, you know, half the playoff teams turn over every single year. Right. You know what I mean? For it's sure. usually always a worst to first story. Um, so what's the third one? Uh you appeared on the show in the last decade. Okay. Which 
I guess the Jets are probably just outside of that because they have were on with Mark Sanchez, and that was Rex Ryan's favorite, like famous line. Let's go get a fucking snack. Yeah, which, and so, you know, last time they were on the show, they made the playoffs. Right. Well, the AFC Championship. I think they went yeah. two or three straight years. Right. So it's like, <clears throat> I, I don't know. Like I, to me, man, like it, teams should look at this as like an opportunity to like showcase you know what i mean and like view it as a a a way to get around they're not gonna they clearly don't show everything no you know what i mean no but i think i mean league has no i guarantee you the league has approval as far as like what's gonna get out there yeah i'm sure they do i'm 100 percent they do but like i said i think it just is like more of a pain in the ass than anything because like your top guys and your coaches your top coaches or head coach and maybe a couple assistants probably have to get mic'd up every fucking day during training camp sure i mean it's just like uh, this is our time to get better which i get um yeah dude i dude, don't that takes it. five minutes yeah, I get it, but it's just like another thing. It's like, I don't want to fucking do it. You'll never see the fucking Patriots on it as long as Bill Belichick's around. I mean, so many of those guys have always fought it. They thought it was so dumb, and I get it. I'm just surprised the Vikings have never been on it. They make the playoffs. About every other year. About every other year. Or they have a, or they have a new head coach. So I'm saying, right? So it's like I, I would love to see them on it, right? I'd love to get a behind the scenes peek, you know, at, at, at what's going on there, and like feel because I feel like that's what that's where content is now. You know what I mean? For like that, sure. That's what people want to see. And I think they're all so just in depth in their own too. Like the Vikings media pushes out their own kind of behind the scenes stuff. I know they do, right? Like they Every absolutely day. do. Yeah. I I think it's just a pain in the ass. I've just heard other like just the guys say like just the fact that you have to deal with the fucking HBO shit. And then there's been rumors of like, Oh, could you guys run that back? Like, we missed that. Like, you know, and like Sure. Setting up scenes. It's sure. not a TV show, you know. Like we're not going to cut Vontae Davis twice. He's already been cut. So. Right. Yeah. Like that. I I agree. That shit. That's bullshit. And they shouldn't do that because that stuff is. You can see through it. You know. Mm-hmm. Like just do like do like they put the cameras up in the like the conference rooms right and they're just recording. You know, and they catch it. They catch it. They don't, they don't. Like that's life, right? right. Like you can deal right. with fallout and whatnot, right? Um I I don't know. Like I to me it's it's there so there were only four teams, right, that like could say no. It was the Jets, the Redskins, uh the Falcons. Nope. Oh. They got I think they have a first year head coach. No, they don't. Uh they make the yeah. playoffs last year? No. They must have they appeared on it in the last ten years then. Um, Could have. Yeah, they did. They definitely did because they had that kid from uh, USD, Tyler Starr. Uh, the Saints. <laughs> oh, yep, yep. And the Bears. Yeah. They were trying to – there was rumors that the new owner of the Redskins was just going to do it. He was just going to, like, take one for the team as the new owner to the league. Interesting. Well, I hope they don't. I'd love to see the Jets. 
Yeah, no, I would too, but that's what the Panthers uh, guy did. The guy that bought the Panthers, they were part of the X amount that could, and he just said, sure. And then they ended up doing all or nothing the year after, the year before too, something like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see it, right? I'd love to see A-Rodge, right, like Rodgers acclimating, trying to get to know these teammates. Is he as much of a diva? How much is he playing up to the camera? He won't. He'll go on McAfee. He'll talk about it on Pat McAfee. Bold prediction right now. You won't see any one-on-one interviews of Aaron Rodgers. You'll no. just see B-roll clips of him. Correct. Yeah, just B-roll. That's fine. Like but, I, I mean, you're just not going to see anything of him. Like, he's going to be like, I'm not doing it. And then they'll be like, okay. I can. He just doesn't fuck with that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that's why he just goes on McAfee. So... I know you hate him. I know you hate him. I get it. For sure. I don't hate McAfee. I hate Rodgers. No, I know. Yeah, I know. Like, I, to me, again, that's just compelling shit. It just is. And I love it. Yeah. No, it's good. Like, I don't know why you would want to. I don't know why they would give him so many outs. It just seems crazy to me. Yeah, I don't get it either. It has made Ton love football. That's All my that po- shit. That's my point. <clears throat> yeah. That's what people want to see. They want to see that she, stuff. She fell in love with fucking J.J. Watt. Not only does she do Kayla Watt's hair, but she fell in love with J.J. Because of that. I'm sure. He's like, a good dude, by all accounts. Yeah, the, the end the season thing was pretty sweet. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. You'll have to watch him. You got HBO Max? Yeah. Max. Well, back. Max. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I forgot. Sorry. It's just Max now. Okay. Yeah. Boy, yes. what a fucking idiot. We have Max. What a stupid thing. Yeah, you dummy. You dummy. You got Plus? What's That's Plus? That's ESPN. Oh, yeah. Yes, he is. Plus now. Yep. Got Plus. Yeah. Got nice. Plus. Got to get me some minus. Yeah. Um, And some minimum. There you go. There you go. I like it. Uh, the median comes out, though. That'll be interesting. That'll be that'll be quite the service. Mm-hmm. It'll be everything. Yeah, yep. everything. Uh, next thing I had on my list: Ryan Reynolds buying a twenty-four percent stake in an F one team. Um, I know you don't give a shit about F one. No, from which team? Williams Racing. They're terrible. How much money does Ryan Reynolds have? At this point, I assume seven trillion dollars. He bought a soccer team. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Is this guy can't fucking miss, dude? No, like no. It, so he so he's buying this right, or he's buying into this for it's like two hundred thirty million, two hundred some odd million, right? Jesus. With Paul McElhaney, you know, a guy from Always Sunny. Same guy you bought yeah. Wrexham with. Yeah. And Michael B. Jordan. Oh, nice. So we got a real solid collection of disfigured humans yeah. who are getting into F1. Ugly ass people. Ugly ass people. Right. Um and so So they each own twenty four percent of no, that team now? Or they're those three 24? are gonna be at twenty four percent. Okay. Um but his other investments. Aviation Gin. Yeah. 
sold that for six hundred and ten million. Now he wasn't no. the he wasn't the owner. I'm aware of that, right? Yeah, um, but he's getting that probably a you know thirty forty percent of it. Mint yeah. Mobile, yeah, that's the biggest one. Sold for one point three five billion billion. Yeah, uh, he bought Wrexham, that soccer club, for two point five million. Which what fucking chump yeah, change? But- but that's part of the thing we talked about when we've talked about soccer on this program uh, is that they're like all the tiers, like different. You can work your way up to the top. Yeah, they were. And that's what they did. They, they're they on the way, right? Like they were shit. Yeah. And they just got promoted to the English Football League, right, which is apparently like the fourth league, and then it'll be the third, then it's premier, then champions. Then champions. Right? So like – they're working their way up, right? But for two point five million bucks, if he can, if they can get up there, they'll sell that thing for four or five billion. Yeah, for sure. Talk Holy about some fucking shit. return. Holy Christ. shit! And he was, he didn't get it, but he was, he had put in a bid to buy the Ottawa Senators. What the fuck is it? Because he married Blake Lively. She must have a magic. I remember when she was just a co-core on a movie called Town. <laughs> the town. All right. It's town. never going to be me and Shy and your fucking sister playing <laughs> fucking house. Sidebar. Uh, the Town is such a great movie. Oh, I could watch that daily. So That's good. so good. Here's the deal. We got to go hurt some people. You can't ask any questions. Whose car are we taking? Whose car are we fucking taking? <laughs> so good. And it's a heist movie. Love a fucking heist movie on top of it. Oh. Not to get totally off basis, but is there a more badass line in a movie than that? Whose car are we taking? No. Without a doubt, no. That is what every friend of yours should aspire to be. 100%. If that if those people people like that aren't your fucking friends, find new friends. That's right. <sighs> Badass. Whose car Too are we taking? Him? Too oh, bad Ryan Reynolds wasn't in that movie. Where are we burying him? You yeah. Right? Like, let's go. Right. Like that's what it is. Yeah. Anyways, who knows? Maybe it, maybe Blake Lively has a magic vagina. I don't know. And she could. Because before that, he was doing fucking Green Lantern. Right. Right. And then he became Deadpool. And he becomes dead fucking pool. Whew. Yeah. That that movie, I mean, I'm sure it did well because people, I see people just wearing Deadpool stuff all the time or like, yeah. you know, you just, like, one of the weirdest superhero things I've ever seen. Great movie, but I just, people are fucking weird. That's all I'll say. Um, where do you think it came from? I mean, what's, I mean, Van Wilder? The, what? Waiting? What's Deadpool cost fifty eight million dollars to make? How much did it gross? Seven hundred and eighty two million. Jesus Christ. And I know I I shouldn't say I know. I thought for sure he was a big reason the movie was made. So I'm sure he got points and all that shit on the back end, so he took home a fucking buttload. 
Guys just live in the dream. I don't know enough about Ryan Reynolds. Um, yeah, the Mint Mobile thing, that was fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh, he is Canadian. He's a Canuck, huh? That's why he bought... That's why he wanted to buy the Ottawa Senators. I mean, he's from Vancouver, which I'm not saying anything, but PS Deadpool 3 coming out this summer. So With Wolverine. Yeah, that'll be fucking weird. But at the same time, like, again, like the dude, I don't know, like he's, he's a lot fucking smarter <laughs> than you would, than he should legally be allowed to be. Right, you should not be allowed oh, yeah. to be that good looking, and make decisions like he has made, one after the other. It just, it just shouldn't be allowed, right? You got to take take it back, take something back. All right, it's not fair to the rest of us. Like, how do we stand a chance? <laughs> the guy's funny, he funny is. as shit. Like he he so he also owns this like maximum, some something, advertising agency, and that's how like he's yeah. got into a lot of these deals. Like he promoted the shit out of Aviation Gin, Mint Mobile, like all this stuff. Like it, the Wrexham thing, partnering with the Welcome to Wrexham Hulu deal. Like it's just he creatively he knows what the fuck he's doing. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. It is insane. Guy doesn't miss. Van Wilder, wildly underrated. Wildly underrated. Yeah. And he just, I just was doing a quick Google news search on Ryan Reynolds. He, two hours or two days ago, struck a deal with a Welsh network for his FUBU streaming channel. So his, all of the behind the scenes shit, and there's, is going to be there like of the soccer team is all going to be televised now. So he's got his own channel. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So he's on his way to being Rupert Murdoch, right? Ted Turner. Yeah. You name it, right? Like, holy shit, dude. Us Weekly also says Blake Lively is tired from raising four kids with husband Ryan Reynolds. So. Celebrities are humans too, so that's crazy that she got fucking tired. And the tabloid said, "That's a headline. <laughs> that's a headline right there." Newsflash: All moms tired. Yeah, uh, that is literally like fucking uh, Forrest Gump. Definition of what are you gonna do now? I'm tired. I think I'll go home. <laughs> Done running. Yeah, dude, what the fuck? What a wild, wild, wild world. Yeah, sticking with racing, uh, the Andretti Andretti family is trying to buy Andretti. a spot in NASCAR. Yeah, they want to go left turns only, baby. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, they're sick of that formula mm, shit, that open wheel bullshit. Well, they, they said box them wheels in and turn left. Well, they own some of that too. Yeah, but they want to come to the big dogs, to the American game. <laughs> sure, sure. They want to get on American soil. Yeah. 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 No, I, I what did you think of what do you think of that? How do you feel about like that whole I think Mario Andretti raced at NASCAR a little bit, to he be did. honest. Uh he did. Yeah. 
Yeah. I thought I I thought I knew that. They all kind of like fuck around with all that. The shit. good ones, the best ones, they'll go fuck around. Like Jimmy Johnson tried to. He did like one Formula One race, and then he was like, "I'm gonna try this IndyCar thing," and he wasn't good at that either. Yeah. Um. Hmm. But. Hmm. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's cool. Um. I think someday. I mean, because. Roush or Penske owns a Formula One team. Is it Roush Fenway? They own a Formula One team too? Uh, or is it Penske Motors? Penske? Haas does. Oh, Haas. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. They're so they're the in American both. Owned. Is there, they're, they're partnered up with Tony Stewart's team, Stewart Haas Racing. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably like the wave of the future is just like, Let's, I mean, what's the next challenge? I mean, technology is getting so good, and you've said it a million times. Like, it's just the teams with the best money or the most money or the mm-hmm. most whatever, right, that yep. that win in Formula One. So you might as well get into both, and you'll probably learn something about cars that you can put into both and make your cars dominant, right? So I'm sure that that's a lot of their crossover thought. Um, yeah, I mean, legends of motorsports. Uh, Mario Andretti. He could be sitting in this room, and I wouldn't know who he was, though. <laughs> right. like looking at him, right? Hey, if I'm being completely honest, hundred uh, percent. It is wild because, I mean, I know NASCAR costs a lot too. Those cars cost a couple million dollars, and they get thrown into a wall and they're torn to pieces. Mm-hmm. So, and you got to have a couple of them, and yeah. then you put a team together, right? So it's just like it's a lot of money. So I'd be interested to see who they team up with because obviously. I shouldn't say obviously, but more than likely they are not going to buy their own team. Right. Well, I think so I, I read about that, like is this this next gen car in NASCAR, like the whole concept behind it was to make it a bit easier for people to get into the sport. Sure. I don't know what that means. Like cheaper, like a cheaper, e- easier, like easier to understand how it all works. I, I don't know, but I, I did read that. So he might just be buying like his team and they're going to have one spot. Could be. Out of the 40 that are in the field, right? You know, uh, it would make it really easy to get back into racing NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Make it stock car racing again. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. They've gone away from that. Yeah, no, for sure. They're far from a dirt track fucking hobby stock. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, that's that's wild. I don't know. I, I mean, we got our boy, Mr. Larson. But uh, other than that, I kind of am excited to see the Chicago race. I just see bits of it because it's streets of Chicago. I was say it's street, right? Yeah. So yeah, that'll be- we'll see them Americans on a Formula One course. Yeah, that'll be interesting so. to like to see how that looks. I'm sure it'll be fucking dope as hell. Yeah, because I'm sure then they'll just start trailing behind the Formula One. Because this is supposed to be the same setup that isn't the Formula One race in Chicago this year. No. Maybe it's maybe it's Indy then that's doing it. I think Somebody they- is. I think they only have three stops. It was it's Miami, Austin, Miami, and Vegas, and, and then Vegas. Okay, so I'm sure. I mean, it's costing a lot of money for 
them to put all that shit up in Vegas lots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they'd love for somebody to come in after, you know, maybe use right. it for two weeks instead of a week. Right. So we'll see. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, sticking with racing, not motorized. Yeah. Very offhandedly here. Uh, but did you see oh, this? One nut. Yeah. Did you see all this? Like Lance Armstrong deciding he needs to be part of the trans conversation and fairness in sport. Nope. I didn't. Um, what do you say? I really didn't. I saw that and I really? did not look it up. Yeah. I wanted a natural reaction. Wow. To this thing. Okay. All right. So Lance Armstrong is, you know, starting a podcast, YouTube channel. I don't know. Like something welcome, along those lines. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the yeah. fold, brother. I shouldn't have said brother. Welcome to the fold, buddy. <laughs> um, and he posted a video on his way to interview Caitlyn Jenner. Who, you know, look, despite being right, like she's transgender, right? Mm -hmm. She's been a vocal critic of, you know, biological males competing in female sports. And like this whole video is, dude, it it felt, it looked so fake and like staged and just disingenuous. Like, oh, it's, you're going to have to watch this when it's all said and done. But, you know, like his quotes are like, with sensitive conversations and topics like this, People tend to either, it really comes down to, they're really afraid to be fired, shamed, or canceled. It turns out, I'm not that afraid of that. I think it's an important conversation. I'm sort of fearless on this one, he added. And he clearly got into a ton of, like, he, like people obvi- instantly, you want to start talking about fairness in sports? Congrats on, you know, cheating for seven years and bullying and fucking suing anybody who ever, like, came after you and ruining their lives and all to uphold your life, blah, 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 blah. And he says, have we really come to a time and a place where spirited debate is not only frowned upon but feared, where people's greatest concern is being fired, shamed, or canceled? As someone all too familiar with this phenomenon... I feel I'm uniquely positioned to have these conversations. So Lance Armstrong is the one who can have a conversation on trans people in yep. sports and the fairness of them. It, to which he then, you know, kind of like fires back. Is there not a world which one can be supportive of the transgender community and curious of the fairness of trans athletes in sport? yet not be labeled a transphobe or a bigot as we ask questions? Do we yet know the answers? And do we even want to know the answers? He wrote, it says. I have a hard time imagining he wrote that. He sounds very loquacious. Like all this, both the tweets sound very, you know, eloquent. And, you know, I'd be stunned if those came from him. Yeah, needless to say, he got shredded online, right, for saying, like, I'm 
I'm the one who can have this conversation because I'm not worried about getting canceled. I've been canceled. Right. Um, up until that point, I, I thoroughly agreed with Lance. I think it's pretty fucking wild that we live in a world where you can't have a difficult conversation. I agree. With totally. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll, I don't care. I don't think that I've watched. If you just Google Fallon Fox MMA, you know, who that is no, she was a man. Okay. And then she, she transgendered, fied to become a woman transitioned. <laughs> Sure. She then entered an MMA tournament. She was a fighter. Okay. She was knocking bitches out, dude. Just boom, boom. It wasn't like the UFC or Bellator. It was, you know, something that fights in high school gyms, maybe the little bigger. She gets on the mic and says, Y'all like that? Y'all like that? Her voice sounds like us. Right, like you could tell. Whoa, there's some stones there, right? Whoa. So yeah, I mean, I don't love that stuff. If I'm being honest, I also don't love when somebody just decides. You know who's the guy? Me. Yeah, I'm the person to talk about this. Why, Lance? Because you stuck a needle in your ass because you had one testicle. I don't think it relates at all. Uh, yeah, I. You know, I totally forgot about Lance Armstrong till we did a pod and we talked about him. Most hated athletes, you brought him up. You were he's sure on your list. Um, and then I hadn't thought about him again until today. <laughs> Good to know that he's still living strong. Um, this seems like just like the biggest attention grab thing of all time. Yeah. Because to be completely honest, I know I kind of strayed off there and I got a little fired up on it but what's the one thing that fires everybody up right now that's pretty close to the top of the list it's up there right uh so lance is like i think i need to i think i need to make a statement on this put me back in the news baby i don't know yeah. maybe cheryl crow will call him back Doubt it. i don't know um the first cut is the deepest you know um respect that's fucking wild to me. Yeah. yeah, that is such a just a. I haven't had enough attention lately. Move, I feel. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, agree, like with what you said, right? That yeah, we should be able to talk about things, right? Whatever they are, right? The 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 way the media is and the world is set up now, it's let's put two faces on a screen. Yeah. And have them yell at each other. Right. And you can't have, like, you can't come to common ground. It's bad for ratings. Yep. You can't be a middle-of-the-road politician. You don't get any money. You can't have common sense. Nobody will listen to you. That's just a fact of where yeah. we're at. Like, it's not compelling enough. So you have to take these, you know, so, so you either have to like go on these extremes, which yeah. cancel culture. Then, if you're on the opposite side of right. whatever it whatever it is, then jumps right. on you, and there is backlash. There's real backlash to any of those conversations. 
100 percent, brother. Agree with what he's saying about that. But then yes. to follow it up with, I'm the one uniquely positioned to do this. And, and like, look, like, I guess I, hey, is he wrong in saying like he doesn't care about being canceled? Probably not right. because he right. has been. He's a piece of shit. He is a legitimate yeah. piece of shit human being. My opinion. Yeah. I understand I, that. some strong ones on Lance Armstrong, right? but like, I'm listening. I'm with you. Look, right, like he en he endeared himself to the world through battling cancer. 100%. And destroyed people who came again who tried to come against him. Like destroyed their livelihoods. Yeah, when all along he was choosing through his own admission, he's admitted to, to it. He was choosing to, to be juicing to not compete fairly right so he is a piece of shit in right. my opinion right so all that right yeah. like to then say i'm the guy that should be able to like that i can have this conversation again like look yeah sure maybe you are but all of this is just a fucking attention grab oh and yeah look i get like we're in the content game yeah big time you know, in it with with respect to doing this, do I think I'm the voice of anything? Fuck no. No. You know no. who's also not the voice of anything and or everything? Lance. Most fucking professional athletes. Oh yeah, yeah they get handed sure. all these fucking deals left and right. And I'm, you know, it, this may come across as like, oh, I sound like a bitter fuck, right? I, I'm not. I don't give a shit. Like there's so much money out there go get it but the amount of x Yo, yeah. whatever athletes that have these shows that think that they're like that they have the position right is i mean it it fucking hurts my brain some oh, of yeah. them are really good at it they're i.e. Pat, Pat McAfee. He yep. is fucking great at what he does. The Kelsey brothers, outstanding at what they do. Even right. they, But they've even said, this shit's hard. It's oh, yeah. hard to, you know, like, think in these circles 24-7 and, right. like, think, like, how do I be creative? They, right. What this fucker's, what Lance Armstrong is doing, this isn't creative. You're... No. You are holding up a lightning rod and hoping to fucking get struck so that you can get back in the conversation. And I that's I hate those types of people, man. Like if this takes off, great. If it doesn't, yeah. I have so much fun doing with this you this with you, Ben. Right? Like that's all really. I fucking need. Yeah. I'm not gonna like come out here and be like, let's kill a fucking donkey and put it on YouTube so that we get views. God, right, like be that's idea, what though. that feels like, though. You know what I mean? You're you would be divorced in a minute. I'm uh, just gonna 100%, tell you. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I'd be trying to destroy my life on one yeah. side to gain notoriety on the other. Yes. Right. It's just that's what it fucking feels like, man. And uh getting into the logistics of it or the the semantics of it, 
for that guy to talk about fairness. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. No, that's true. Come that's the true. fuck on. Um, if you're that like worried about it. Ted talk on health, right? Not the guy. Not the guy. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you 100%. I just, yeah, I I hate what, exactly what you're saying, too. How pro athletes, I think anytime somebody like that takes a political stance, either which way, I don't really care. I don't like it. Like, I know I like, yep, use your platform for good, but like using your platform would good for good would be like, let's end child trafficking or, you know, what something like that, or let's help build back after a hurricane. That's using your platform for good. Mm -hmm. Telling people how to think on political issues. That's not, that's not for good. Let people decide on their own. And that's when I think, I mean, I mean, somebody had to be, I think there's probably still like a small team around Lance and it was like, Hey, how do we get back into the fucking light? And that's the move, dude. Like, honestly, if we were to get canceled, you could go either way and you could just be like, all right, I'm going alt right with it and make a hell of a name for yourself. Right. Yeah. Or you could be like, yep, all nope, this group doesn't love it. I'm going to be a radical leftist, yep. whatever it is. And you could do it. And he's just trying to find I, he, and he perfectly isolated himself into the middle with that statement of, I think that there is a place for the conversation while trying to understand all this, right? Like, okay. Yeah. You literally just fucking wedged yourself in at 50 and you're letting somebody pull you, whichever way pulls you first, you're going. I really feel like that's what he's doing. That's yeah. that's an interesting way to look at it. It'll be because I I think he's he's positioning himself of you know trans women should not compete in women's sports or yes. transitioned women. I I don't know the correct words. However you say it, yeah. correct. And I, I think that he's probably is saying that, but then to leave it kind of open-ended and say the thing about like, maybe there's no place for a conversation or understand or create a fair place or something. That's, that's the opposite end of that coin. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that's like i I'm either heads or I'm tails. He is kind of on both. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 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 He, a, again, a, is he nuanced enough? to then uh, go interview Leah Thomas and then watch Riley Gaines. Sit them down together, have Lance be in the middle. Yeah. Is he, is he skilled he, enough to have, to hold that conversation? Probably not. No. Right. And that's where it's like, dude, again, like all the, a lot of athletes, you can offer your opinions but to think that, like, you're the ones that should host those conversations. Right. Woof. Woof. Yeah. You know. Big woof. Big woof for sure, dude. Uh, um, before we move on here. Yeah, sorry. No, you're good. It's a good conversation. That's good content. I just didn't want. There was some breaking news that just happened. Oh, shit. Domingo Herman. Throws 24th perfect game in MLB history. Oh, shit. Who's he pitched yep. for? <laughs> the Yankees. Kind of a low-key stud. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say that right? 
Yeah, it's not German. It's German. Yeah, got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the yeah. German. The German. It looks like German, but yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. say German. That guy. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. like, Domingo. Okay. Yeah. No, he's legit. Yeah. A fucking perfect game. Who do you throw it against? Yes. Better not be the Twins. No, they're playing the Braves right now. Okay. I was going to say, I felt like they were in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. uh, fuck, I got nothing, dude. The A's. The A's. Oof. Yep. Yep. Triple A team. Tough. Yeah. So Tough look. that's wild. So, first uh, in MLB since 2012. God damn. So, 11 years. in history. Which, I mean, when do you start counting those, you know? I mean,. I feel like they've been counted since the beginning of time. No, I know, but like it should be like a modern era thing, right? Like sacks, like weren't a thing till like '85. Like I wish we could do that with like perfect. Like take senior year of college, Jeff, put him in 1903 baseball with all the pitches you know. They're not talking about fucking Ty Cobb. They're talking about Jeff Heinrich. This guy right. was the greatest of all time because he threw anything but a fucking fastball. Sure. So sure. it was literally just like, how hard can I throw it past these guys all day long? Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like that's passing records are now just, they're broken every other year. Yeah. No, I, I understand. But we don't just say like somebody broke the passing record for the 24th time. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, but I, uh, to push back a little on you on this, right? Like, I think that's what makes baseball what it is, is that a perfect game is still a fucking perfect game. And oh, 100%. While, it's not a no-hitter. No, I get it. While pitching 100% has evolved and they throw harder and they've got more movement and break and all of that, and maybe the parks are smaller or bigger and you got the shift and a fucking pitch clock and all this shit. Dude, the, the hitters were fucking dog shit back then, too, and they were swinging, you know. At everything. At, a, at everything. The umps were terrible. Um, the or fucking mound good. used to be higher. Right. Right. I like, mean, there's a lot of things that have changed. I get it. I'm just saying it's like. And there's only boy, 24. I mean, if you even look back to the 60s, you and I would have been NFL players for sure. My six foot, six foot one at best ass would have been right, like no doubt about it. Right, like, right. We'd have been professional athletes. Problem, but problem was you could make more money working a job. Being, correct, being a normal human. Yeah, correct. A lot of them had regular jobs. Yes. Yeah, I get it. I'm just saying, I, it's like the first one since 2012. That's the stat line I cared about, not the 24th in MLB history. And I, th I think that's what's, yeah, I mean, if you were to Google them all right now, right? Yeah, it's okay. like perfect games in MLB history. Count how many have happened in the last 30 years. Fucking five. I don't even think it's five, brother. I think it's like three. Let's see. Well, the first one was in 1880, so June 12th, and then five days later, somebody else did it. A lot the of best them part, a lot The of best part about then. those two, they each had five strikeouts in those perfect games. Yeah, they're just getting ground balls all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
uh, let's see, 1903 to present. So they already got Domingo's on here. That was K-Rod, Felix. Mm-hmm. Matt Cain earlier that year, 2012. That's Philip Hunter. There was three in 2012 alone. That's nuts. Uh, Roy Holiday in 2010. Dallas Braden in 2010. That was Mother's Day. I remember. I know that one. Oh, yeah. Mark Burley in 2009. Randy Johnson in 04. Then David Cohn in 99. So since 2000, uh, then David Wells in 98. Kenny Rogers, 94. Dennis Martinez, 91. Tom Browning, 88. But I mean, so the last 30 years, here we go, which would be right here. So 84, because the last one before that was uh, 81. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So 14 in the last 40 years? Yeah. That's crazy. That, that's a lot more than I thought. 13 Same. in the last I said 30 three. years. <laughs> Crazy that there was fucking three in one year. Yeah, dude. Hundred percent, man. Crazy. Philip Hunter, or it's not even Hunter. It's Humber. He was twenty nine. He pitched for the White Sox. He threw ninety six pitches. <laughs> A lot of first pitch swinging there. Domingo threw ninety nine tonight. Ninety nine pitch perfect game. I mean that checks out. Like, yeah, realistically, but, I mean, that's, three up, three down every single fucking inning, right? Um, yeah, but, I mean, that's literally... Nine I mean, times you're, nine you're, is... You know, say, right. say you're throwing three... And I know, like, at bats can be more than three pitches. Right. Nine, ten, you know, if, if you are if you struck them out, you're throwing 81 pitches. Yeah. And I, I don't know, man. Like, that's crazy. First one in 12 years or 11 years. That's crazy. Yep. Oof. Nuts. Oof. And I think you're. I think some of that is also people don't throw like complete games anymore. No, they pull my get. I there's been guys, especially like on opening day, who have no nos or even like a perfect game rolling, you know, and they'll pull them after 75, 80 pitches. Because it's a long season. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's there's so many analytics into it. That's, yeah. Usually you see them late in the year on shitty teams. Yeah. So. Yeah. Crazy. Fucking crazy. Sticking with baseball, we're going to go to a lighter subject before we get into the next one where we're screaming and yelling. College World Series recap, brother. Wild, huh? Were you into it? I'm not as into every year. I'm like, oh, I got to get more into it. I'm, I'm, I was into the final three games. Um I bet on LSU night one. They did it. And then I said, but I was with Pete and Ty. Well, we're actually with a group of friends down here. But I was with Pete and Ty that night. And then I said, I'm going to take Florida at least in the next game, but probably to win it. So I did. I actually took Florida minus one and a half. I meant to take Florida minus 22 and a half. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but, uh Yeah. I think I missed the best parts. I mean, game one was pretty good. Game two and three were not very good. The first couple innings were solid, and then it was just wild. Yeah. I was bummed I didn't get to watch this skis kid play. And that's the tough thing about the World Series is 
it's a lot of it's during the work day, you know. Sure. The college World Series. There's some of that. So, There's some of that. Yeah. Like the yeah, because the A teams they they are playing some day games. Yeah. You know, they're doing essentially two games a day. Yeah. You know, right. Not same team doubleheaders, but they're. There's like a a noon or a one game, and then a six or a seven game. You know, uh, as they try to weed it out because it's double elimination to get to the championship, and then it's best of three, right? Right, um, dude. The so Florida advanced to the championship. The game between Wake Forest and LSU to get into the championship game was one of the best baseball games I've ever seen in my life, and it was zero yeah, zero. Through fucking ten, so good. I gave Ton some peach. Oh, nice, nice Ton. Oh, let's get her instant take. Ton, what's your instant take? We're stopping. She loves it. Loves it. All right, it's good to know. Interesting. Yeah, she said, "Dare I say better than Apple?" Gosh, dude. Oh wow. Sorry to interrupt. All no, right, back on fine. back on track. Um, the Wake Forest that was the two nothing game, right? Where the white kid hit the walk off. Tommy Tanks. Yeah, not Tommy White. Yeah, Tommy Tanks. Um, yeah, dude, just one of the best baseball games I've ever seen. You had two fucking studs Stug. on the bump, just shoving against each other, and it was like when they had to come out. I sent the text to everybody I knew. I was like, "Can we just stop?" Like, let's just pause the game. Let's wait five days and let them get back out there and keep fucking going to see who breaks first because yeah. these guys were just machines. At Paul Skeens, uh, we talked about it. I feel like a little bit like he could he could get drafted and be in the big leagues in three weeks. That's what everybody's saying, honestly. Like, which is so crazy. Do you know he started his career at Air Force? Yeah, he's going to. He's a, he's a transfer. He's, by all accounts, like he he, he – uh, like doubles and triples down on it. He's going to, because he's got this exception now that uh, the armed forces allow this if you get drafted. Uh, he's still honoring his commitment. So he's going to go so, play his baseball career. And then when he's done, he's going to go serve as a commissioned officer. So even if you tra- so he is he a grad transfer? I, I do not know that. Okay. Because I thought like if you just transferred out, you didn't have to do it anymore. Like because he didn't graduate from. No, he's from there. He still wants to serve his country. So he's which is cool. That's dope. Didn't know that. Fuck yeah. Here's here's what I did know about him. After every workout, he walks in the locker room and he points out the teammates that he outworked every day. <sighs> yeah, that, he points at them and says, "I outworked you. I outworked you." Part of it, he says, nobody's gonna outwork him. Guy's got a fucking point oh oh one ERA or something stupid. Was it like one two six? It's insane. Whatever They're talking like the best college pitching performance in a season of all time. Yeah. Easily, probably. Yeah. But then, yes, everybody has said, which sucks because he's probably going to get picked up by the Pirates. Well, so he's not going to play. Yeah, so he's he could, right? Like, theoretically, they're saying they could draft him and bring him up in three weeks. Like, he'd do a start at A, double A, triple A, and then be in the bigs. But yeah realistically what will happen is he will get drafted and then get shut down. Right. Um, because he will be drafted by a shitty team. They don't want to risk his arm over stress, all that stuff. So they're going to shut him down for the year, bring him back next year. 
you won't even fucking play minor league baseball. He's that yeah. dominant, dude. He threw 44 pitches, uh, I think the game before that Wake Forest game, over 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Including no, in the fucking, like, ninth inning. Like, but dude, do we think that the CWS juice clocks are, or the guns are juiced? Uh, for sure. They're a little juiced. 100%. 100%. Dude, dude's still probably throwing 98. I, but again, like, this is effortless shit. This is starter 100 Right, right. So, in his tank is one hundred and five. So here's my question, and kind of shout out Pete because it's it's smart thing. They don't really trade draft picks in baseball. No, they trade prospects. Correct. You never see somebody coming up to get the number one overall pick. No. If you truly believe this kid could come out after the All Star break. Yes. And which probably every scout thinks, right? Let's have this conversation. What, whether he's a long reliever, whatever, no. or he cracks your top five. Don't care. He's a one. He's an arm that can can help your team succeed. For sure. Let's say you're the Twins, yeah. the Braves. Why don't you trade up to number one overall? Uh, What's that going to cost you? A current all-star. You think? Hundred percent, because it not, doesn't ju- it just doesn't get done. Like there's valuations on prospects. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, it it would take a lot. It would take a lot, um, especially for a prospect like him. It, and again, like I'm not. I'm a pretty decent baseball mind. I'm not a hardo. Uh, it, it would take a lot. A, it, it doesn't have, like, what's the precedent, right? The, the, right. The, these values aren't set. It would be essentially groundbreaking in some respect for somebody to say, we'll take that, right? Like, it's not the NFL where they're drafted and they're instantly available, right, on right. your team, um, future franchise quarterback. By all indications, this kid is that guy. Yep. But – it's still not proven yet, so I think there, there's a lot of teams who are like, look, I've got a guy who made it through the system, and they're in the big leagues performing against the best. Like, He's got all the arm talent in the world, but he was, no disrespect, still just pitching against college kids. Right. And there is a uh, massive difference. The amount of college fucking studs who do not make it, dude, that, that – that list is endless. It is fucking yeah. endless. Oh, so, no, for sure. Um, you know, like, just think of all I, the number one draft picks that the fucking twins have had and these high picks that they don't make it. Yeah. Right? So, like, oh. to, to have a guy who's made it in the league and is legit, like, you don't give those up for a guy who's playing against college kids. Now... He gets drafted, and he doesn't get shut down, and he does, like, climb his way up. Yeah. Look, trade deadline's a month away. You never know. Be wild, dude. I just was – the MLB draft is always so wild to me, too. I mean, I understand, like, some of the greats have been drafted out of high school, like Mike Trout, you know, but it's like, 
fuck. I mean, is he that good or is he just hitting the shit off of some shitty New Jersey pitcher who's going to play fucking beer league softball the rest of his life? You know, sure. like when the high school prospects go, it just kind of always blows my mind. I, I think that's um, why it's such a crapshoot, dude. And that's why you don't see that. You don't see that movement. Uh, the twins are sitting at five. They, they have a fifth overall pick. Not talked about. They won the lottery. They should How have been, did they get to five? They, well, they were 13. Non-playoff team. And in the lottery, they took a huge jump. Nobody else really moved other than them. So there is a lottery for the top picks. Mm-hmm. But the playoff teams are set based in order of finish, correct? As far as I understand, yeah. That's what I thought, too. Okay. So they're at five, which is incredible. So I wonder what it would take for the Twins to go from five to one. I have no idea. Yeah, the, I don't know either. So then there's 28 teams. So then 29. The 29th overall draft pick is called the prospect promotion incentive pick. If a player who is rated as a preseason top 100 prospect by MLB Pipeline, Baseball America, and or ESPN, at least two of the three, was on his team's opening day roster, goes on to win Rookie of the Year, the club is awarded the prospect promotion incentive pick. First pick after the first round. Hmm. So the Mariners get the 29th pick because Julio Rodriguez won Rookie of the Year last year. Then there is the next 10 picks are the competitive balance round a all teams that have either one of the 10 smallest markets or 10 smallest revenue pools receive an additional pick at the end of the first or second round. The groups of teams alternate between the two each year. Competitive picks may be traded and are not subject to forfeiture. So the twins also have the 34th overall pick. Mm Mm-hmm. And so give them 34, give them five. They have 49. Go get number one. I don't care. Give up the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Again, there's just like not. I know that's what's great. There's no precedent. The precedent isn't there. So to do it would be. uh, Sign and trade was to know. It would be fucking groundbreaking uh, to say the least. I don't even know. I, I I think it's less about would the one trade out versus would somebody be willing to give up something that they know is proven. Right. Draft picks, I guarantee you, would that would never. The Twins could trade all 20 of their draft picks for number one. Oh, yeah. And I guarantee you the fucking... Uh, whoever is number one would say no. Probably. No, thanks. That'd be my guess. Because also there's like the the whole money component of the draft is like these picks are sort of slotted and you can take from like two to sign one. Um, So sometimes like the best player doesn't go one because the team that's first doesn't want to pay him what they're asking. Correct. I know that that's a thing it's um, a, because of when Luke Becker was drafted. That was the reason he was a ninth-round pick is because he took less money than a ninth-rounder would. Yeah, it's a whole weird weird system and, you know, financial, you know, ecology of how that all right. fucking works out, right? Like, 
So, um, like the Twins would not have been able to Lake. draft the Twins would not have been able to draft Joe Maurer had he not been from Minnesota. Correct. He would have said because he would ask for not, a billion dollars from anybody else, forty million a year, not five. Right. Um, that Rhett Louder, that's the stud pitcher from Wake Forest, right? Correct. He's probably going to go tenth. He's slotted yeah. in the top ten, right? Like he's the, at six. The Twins. So the Twins are are going to take one of these shitty fucking high school outfielders, aren't they? Yeah, they're going to take a bat more than likely. Um, Embarrassing is what it is, right? Again, it outside of like Skeens and a, you know this Dylan Cruz cat, right? Uh, who is their Second baseman or shortstop, I forgot, uh, for LSU. Uh, he, Cruz is the outfielder. Oh, he's outfield. Okay. Um, yeah, center. You know, like those two are one, two. Those are kind of like the, the camp misses. Everybody else, again, you're just – it's a crapshoot, man. Again, they're playing against college kids, right? Yeah. Um, But, like, back to the college world, that's what, like, was so cool is, like, you had these, like, names and these, like, personalities that was just – it was fucking dope, man. It was so cool. Like Tommy Tanks, that dude's a freak. Monster. He is a fucking freak. Like transferred from NC State. Uh to LSU. Like it, that dude hit six seventy when Paul when uh, Dylan Cruz was on base. That was the wildest stat that I saw <laughs> ever, ever of all time. Like, holy shit, dude. Like the fucking two gets on base. And they're like, well, we'll just fucking dick him a fastball, I suppose. I don't. What the fuck is that? The guy's a good he hitter. Literally, the guy is. He a good literally hitter. hits like one fifty three. If no, if Cruz, who's usually ahead of him in like all their lineups, they said this is not a small sample size. This is ninety nine percent of the games they played. Yeah. And so it was like one sixty three when Cruz is not on base, but Cruz on base, yeah, he's hitting like six fifty. I was like, "What the? F- that is got that is literally the wildest stat it's an I've insane ever seen number. in my life. Insane number. Insane. Like, is that because fucking? I mean, turning over the order, Cruz gets another hit, and he's standing on second or third, and they bring in a new guy. I don't know. I'd love to see all the analytics that go into that stat now, because that is fucking mind blowing. When it's that high, look. When it's that high, the dude's just that good. Yeah, but why isn't he that good with nobody on base? It's a great question. Well, look, he is the other he guy got on base a lot. So right, it's not like the other guy was hitting two fifty and was hardly ever on base. He was on base a lot. Right. So you know, it's uh, you know, what I, you know what I'm saying, right? Like if the guy was a hundred points worse of a hitter, that number would have been more like. He's hitting 500 when Cruz is on and 300 yeah. when he's not. Yes. Yes. But that guy was on base a lot. So the numbers are skewed in that direction. And then when there's people on, man, like, look, pressure's on the pitcher. Right? Absolutely. He's a, he's a four-hitter. He's a good hitter. He's got power. And the big thing is, like, the dude's got power everywhere. Yeah. He doesn't just pull. Like, he drives the ball the opposite way just as just as well as he does it as, as, pull, as a pull hitter. So it's crazy. It, but the the other like crazy thing, like in the third game, Florida had this uh, lefty on the bump, Joe Caglianone. Yeah, who's the fucking college Shohei? He's got potential to be the next fucking Shohei, dude. 
throwing 99 yeah. from the fucking left side. And he Man. hit 33 homers this year. Yeah. Holy shit. Dude's like, what is he, 6'5", 240? Massive. Fuck. Massive. Be playing tight end for him. Yeah, good. Christ. Dude, yeah, I saw that shit. I was like, holy fuck. I felt he looked good early the first couple innings, then the third inning, all of a sudden, LSU was like, fuck this. We're hitting everything. He just so young. just fell off. He's young. But, yeah, he's he's a freshman, isn't he? Think, uh, a sophomore? Freshman or sophomore, yeah. Not draft eligible, but, but he's young. And they've said, like, when he's on, he's unhittable. But when he, like, when the wheels fall off, as you saw in that game, they fall off quickly. And yeah, <laughs> he falls apart. It's fucking what? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a confidence thing, and I was curious. I I don't know what he did. I was curious to see what he did when he stayed in, as he was hitting, just oh, see like the sports psychology, you know. But yeah, dude, the kid hits the shit out of the baseball, and he just rips fucking. What's he? What'd you say? He was bumping ninety nine hundred. Yeah, ninety nine from the left side. God, we're going to see more of that, just so you know. For sure. Because that's another one, huh? I'm drinking a regular, by the way. I'm on number three. So, Has your perspective changed? Not yet. Okay. I'm waiting to see if, like, gut rot sets in. Yeah, I can't wait for a text at 3.30 in the morning telling me you shit your pants. <laughs> well, you can't man. go to work tomorrow, though. Hey. Shit's bad. <laughs> So, uh, uh, but no, I just, I mean, I, I just think it's fucking wild and it's always those top schools too. It's never like, I mean, I don't pay enough attention to college baseball. I don't know how good Vandy was, but when we were growing up, like Vandy was the school, mm -hmm. right? Like, and they're still pretty good. And it's For sure. the, the, how Vandy baseball powerhouse story is pretty incredible. Because you got to have a big time GPA to go to Vanity. Mm -hmm. Got to have a brain on you. So, um, but anyways, dude, yeah, it's just wild. Um, you think we'll ever see a Big Ten team win it? No, I don't either. Just a flat no. Yeah. Flat no. Anybody with talent up here is going down south. Or yeah, I mean, there's a kid. When I watch it, I always try to look or I look at the rosters. I know there's a couple Stillwater pitchers a couple years ago that went to like Oregon State, which is or maybe Oklahoma State, sure. one of the two, one of the OSU's. Um, that's they're both fairly good at baseball. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's just yeah. I mean, a wild thing. Yeah, Brandon Williamson, TCU. I mean, Spencer Chirpich pitched at Abilene Christian, the one school in Texas. Mm -hmm. So, um. Just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, do, I just – I know a couple years ago the Gophers had a hot run and maybe like the regional before. Sure. I mean, like they think they made the actual tournament but obviously did not make it to Omaha. Yeah. Right. Tournament so. Small. Yeah. 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 Regional. So. Yeah, super re – yeah, it's just – it's a lot of – it's a lot of – a lot of baseball playing against a lot of good teams. So. Yeah, I think – do you think it's weather-based? Uh, for baseball, yeah. Because I was listening to – they're starting to talk about college football, so I've been listening to a, college, a lot of college football radio. But they're still obviously towards the end of the baseball stuff. They were talking about that, and especially the day after. And they just flat out said, like, the SEC spends more money on baseball than anybody else. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. 
they just know they can and they will. Yep. Which I was kind of surprised because I figured some packed schools would, right? I mean, U of A has an incredible baseball facility. ASU's is like, man, it's all right, but it's yeah. nothing fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, USC and Stanford are legit programs, right? With the most and second most uh, college World Series titles ever ever right so they're legit they will always be legit you know california is a fucking hotbed for baseball um texas is a hotbed right like but again like if if you have talent like if you have talent up north your goal is to get south yes it just is it's uh, um you know the game is not played when it's snowing no. Right. So there's no uh, nostalgia or toughness factor. It's part of the beauty of the game, right? Like some people might call it softness, whatever you want to call it. But like the game is played in warm weather. It it's the, correct. It's not meant to like when it's cold. Everything is fucking broken about that game, right? So sucks. It yeah. Like if I'm being honest, like I don't like watching the World Series when there's a cold weather team in it. It's just it's not the same game. And I know they're no. professional athletes and they can handle it and they do, and they've got appropriate gear to stay warm and whatnot. But like, look, arms aren't arms aren't as loose, right? You know, however you want to look at it. Uh, and so and nobody, you know, it's just not fun to practice baseball indoors. It's not what it's not how the game's meant to be played. So your goal to get south where you can play outdoors year round. Right. And yeah. hundred percent. They spend way more money down there. LSU just unveiled a new $110 million baseball facility. Looks like these fucking football facilities that you're seeing. Yeah. It's fucking insane. It's it is crazy. It's insane. And you, you, you know, Minnesota, Michigan, like even go to fucking Ohio state, like they're dog shit by comparison. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, and then also comparison, the Big Ten schools, especially Minnesota, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, they spend a lot of money on hockey. Yeah. So that's like their counteract, right? Like that's something that sure. most other schools don't have that carries a large weight yeah. inside the programs, right? Yep. It's inside the athletic department. So 100%. I get it's a trade and, you know, everything's different, but I just think it's wild to see. Absolutely. Just, I mean, basically just fucking run the SEC tournament. I got no problem with it, to be honest. It could be the Pac-12, the ACC, and the SEC, and I'd be like, all right, that's cool. They're the best of those conferences. And the Big 12. Yeah. 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 Texas, yeah. Oklahoma, OSU. Well, for a minute. Well, yeah. Those Texas are SEC school. Yeah. Horns down. That's tough. Yeah. That's a tough yeah. How does that feel? Let's stick with college baseball. Oh, let's do it. Speaking of Florida. Holy shit. I'm going to let you run with this one for a minute. Okay. First off, here's all the context. Okay. Actually, I don't want to do it like that. Okay. I, did you, did you research this any more than the video from Barstool Sports say that Justin sent us? That t- other than that TikTok? Nope. Okay. Me either. So Perfect. let's just assume this guy at Barstool has all the facts. Okay. Right. Let's just assume that this is a hundred percent correct. Is this the craziest fucking story you've ever heard in your life? Uh, yes. Okay. What well, <laughs> sports related? Yeah. yeah. I mean, just like even in general, that's like uh, I mean, 
Holy shit. So here's the story. Florida baseball head coach. He was apparently sleeping with a married woman. Said married woman's husband at the time of the affair murders their two sons, kills himself, burns the house down. Now, widowed a fairy wife, intern marries Florida baseball head coach. <laughs> um, fucking plot twist of light. Like, one, it makes you never want to be in any kind of like spotlight because people will fucking find everything on you, right? Like, that's assuming all that's true. Worst story of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, no longer feel bad that the guy got cheated on because he murdered his two sons and then killed himself. Yeah. Like, I don't feel bad that maybe he was an absolute psychopath. Let's just base it off the facts that we think we have. And she was trying to get away. No clue. I would assume that's what happened if he just decided he was going to murder the family and burn the house down. That's fucking nuts, huh? I know it's a little heavy, but we saw that video. And I think like the astonishing reaction in the group was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, talk about. And again, don't know if it's true. Um, I've, I was quickly looking it up, and there's some people that were saying, like, take this with a grain of salt. You know, there's, did it, did that woman's husband commit suicide and kill his kids? Yes. Yeah. Are they now, is that woman now married to the Florida baseball coach? Yes. As far as I can tell, yes. Well. Did an affair trigger those events? We don't know. Hard to say. Yeah. Um But if true, whoa. Fucking holy cow. Yeah. There's not even words. Like, I, I mean, how do you keep on with it if you're the woman? Yeah, I don't know, dude. I have no idea. Uh, I just, I mean, not to like totally bring down the energy of this podcast, but I just saw some videos of a dad in Ohio. He lined up his three kids in the living room, shot them execution style. The fuck? Like, that is like totally fucked to me, right? So, like, when I read that shit or heard that shit about this lady, yeah, I don't know how you keep keeping on. You, you have no idea. I'm sure she lives with a lot of things that a person should never have to carry. For sure. Um, if there was an affair, like I said, I could give a fuck because clearly that guy was a fucking psychopath. I mean, that's the only way to describe it. I understand yeah. that mentals are a big thing, and but fuck, man. Anytime you just fucking kill kids, I just, I just automatically move you to psychopath. Like right. if there's a suicide thing, I have a little bit of sympathy and wish somebody would have talked to you, you know, and it's like, what the fuck? But then you murder everybody else. It's like, okay, well, what the fuck was happening? Yeah. Wait, and why didn't he murder her? That's my other thing. Yeah, for sure. 
hundred percent, man. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I, I've always said, uh, it's very tongue in cheek, but I don't know how I would react. Okay. If I ever caught my wife cheating on me, I'm not killing the guy. No. Somebody else is he catching didn't. one in the head. Right. hundred percent. Right. Like that's like something like tons, like a big murder mystery, you know, fiend, like most females. Um, and we watch a bunch now and she'll always be like, just don't kill me. Okay. Like if you don't love me one day anymore, just don't kill me. Yeah. Which is like, just let that person, let those people go on with their lives. Like, I just don't understand the ending of multiple lives. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Well, yeah. yeah. Wild story. You do your own research, dig deep on it. Uh, um, that was a f- uh, not where I thought the TikTok was going. No, no. I, you could have convinced me she was a stripper. They used he used to snort coke off her tits at a Miami club. Whatever. That no, didn't think that was happening. Uh, wild. And I, and I hope it's not true. I just want to say, like, I truly hope, like, that sequence of events is not true. I hope, like, all things, you know, all... I hope somebody's fibbing. Yeah, I I hope, like, look, best case scenario, the dude had a mental break, and he did that, which is tragic in its own right. Let's hope, like, the Florida coach came in to help pick up the pieces afterwards with that woman. I don't know, right? But, golly... If if that was man, if that was fuck me sideways, that is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. No, that's literally, especially like you said in sports, it doesn't get any wilder. No, no, no. Sticking with shitty deals here. Here we fucking go. Should we talk some high school girls hockey? Yeah, let's fucking talk about these cunts. So, not the high school girls either. For anybody nope. taking some shit out of context, yeah, do not take that out of context. They are very gifted athletes. Uh, yes. Yeah, Orono Girls High School hockey team. Uh, they had a first year head coach uh, after I, I don't know his name. I think it's Holmes or something. Um, yeah, former pro, all time NHLer. All yeah, NHLer. All-time assist leader in the NCAA, I believe. Yep. Right? So, dude's got credentials. He knows what's going on. He knows the game of fucking hockey. He's following up as the head coach of Orno after Mark Parrish. Who also? NHLer. Oh, okay. Yeah, got it, got it, got it, got it. this, This girls' high school hockey team has had... Arguably, the two greatest minds to coach oh, them sure. that they will ever find, yeah, in, potentially in the country. Like right. in in four years, they've had more hockey knowledge pass through that building, and yeah, than most people would get in a lifetime, in multiple lifetimes. Yeah, right, and and just experience uh, and the ability to translate the game and help these kids grow 
and they they took this program from essentially inception inception to they lost in the state title game this year to yeah. war road which if you're in arizona right if those in minnesota know who the fuck that is but if you're in arizona listening to this war road is pick pick the football team img academy or mater day here uh, to, like they are the fucking la lakers of right. girls high school hockey and boys and boys, one hundred percent. Baudet and Warroad are the two top. The United States Hockey Hall of Fame, I believe, is up there. Maybe that's the International Falls. I'm not one hundred percent, but like T.J. Oshie went to fucking Warroad. Um, War there's a million NHL Hall of Famers. I think yeah. there's more. Actually, I know this for sure. There is more Hockey Hall of Famers from Warroad, Minnesota. Then, um, I think it's like, what was it? It was something like absolutely stupid. I, I'm not going to say than any other. It might be actually more from there than any other state. I was going to say from any other state. Correct. Not like combined, like, but it, yeah, I mean, the yeah, town of, like the yeah. town of Warroad is like yeah. four or 5,000 people. Yeah, people live in War Road and work in Winnipeg, Canada. That's how far north it is. Yeah, it's it is hockey immortality. These motherfuckers drive snowmobiles for five months right. a year. So this upstart program that has been coached by two NHLers loses in the state championship to God. Correct. God, you know, just comes in and. Says, ah, we're going to win this one. Sorry, better luck next year. And a select group of parents take it upon themselves to start giving this guy the fucking business. Saying, we don't know if you have what it takes. You didn't promote our kids enough. You're not you know, advocating for them to be on the all-conference, all-state, all-metro hockey teams. You're not trying to get them scholarships. Really acting like a bunch of self-entitled fucking cunts and cocksuckers. Yeah. All you. Yeah. And this guy said, hey, you think you can do better i'll gladly resign and he did very tongue-in-cheek and going back to the cnc's they decided to leak that email and be like see he doesn't even want to be here these motherfuckers are everything everything that is right. wrong with youth sports yeah Everything. It, oh, Bennett, I don't know. Go nuts. I got it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to start here, okay? Uh, if you're a former high school athlete and you don't know this, I'm going to break your fucking heart. You want to know how you make an all-district, an all-state, or uh, all-metro team? 
your head coach picks you. You want to know how they decide how many of your kids make that team by how good you were. That's it. So, like, you go to all conference. Okay, the team that wins the conference, they get six. Second place team gets five. Third place gets four. Then the fourth place team gets three. And then everybody else gets one and an honorable mention. That's how it is everywhere. So for these stupid fucking parents to bitch about that shit, an award, one, dumb, stupid. Two, I love coaching. I love it so much. There's not a lot more that brings joy to my life. I hate fucking parents. Parents are the worst. Not all of them, obviously. There are some absolute great ones that love and understand what coaches do and get the fuck out of the way or try to help as best they can to make sure coaches aren't doing everything. For these parents to ruin that shit, it's so mind-blowing. Because now, here's the deal. Do you think anybody's coming to coach or no girls hockey? Nope. They couldn't pay a motherfucker enough. Oh, you just had two NHLers bounce because y'all suck? Okay, yeah. No, we're good. Don't need that. I'm guessing or no girls had hockey coach. It's a big school. Maybe he made 10 grand, 15 at the very most. I don't think he needs it. Being generous. Yeah, right. Extremely, extremely generous. But I'm just saying to bring him in, maybe some cash from some boosters, 10, 15 grand, high end. That's like absolute high end girls high school hockey head coach. Boy, did they fuck up. And I can't wait to see, I not on the kids, but for the sake of the parents, that program's going to crumble and I can't wait to watch it. Um, I don't like wishing ill on kids, but I love ishing, wishing ill on programs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's one. That's one now. Yeah. I hope Orono sucks, dude. Yeah. The trickle down of that is just, it. there's just so many fucking layers of this, right? That guy, honestly, he's probably doing it for free. He could be, very well. Probably was. I'm sure Parrish was as well. Um, They didn't need to accept the check. Maybe they had to accept the check in order to take the job. Um, Right. But they probably donated it to charity or gave it back to the fucking program, right? Who knows? Um, You know, used it to buy gear, something along those lines. But... If you act like that, do you think that coach, and do you think others, like, look, you talk to college coaches. I've talked to a couple college coaches on my podcast. Yeah. And I'm going to talk to another one soon, right? And I'm going to ask him as well. But I guarantee, right, and especially in today's day and age, they ask not only how's the kid, but how are his parents or her parents? 10,000%. They want to know because those guys who do this professionally at a high level, 
They for got, a living? They ain't got time for this shit. No. This ain't fucking Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. And that unfortunately, that's where it starts. Is at the, you know, eight, nine, ten year old level when kids are getting into sports and you got Rick the insurance salesman who's doing this because nobody else wanted to volunteer. And Rick's a nice guy and he's just trying to make everybody happy. And somebody's like, Hey, my kid didn't play as much as so and so last game. Fuck yeah. Well, guess what happens the next game? That kid's kid plays more than the other kid. Correct. So you just trained. People are like dogs. You just trained that fucking parent that it's okay to talk to a coach and yeah. com- and bitch about this shit. And it worked. My kid got more playing time. So then next year, what happens? Something doesn't go their way, so then they bitch. And they probably, again, because it's not really competitive yet. You know, we're playing in house leagues, maybe maybe low travel league. And again, look, these organizations, they want participants because that's how they stay alive. So Correct. they're just trying to, they're trying to keep everybody happy. Yeah. And then you get to high school or, you know, 10, 12, 13 year old travel ball. And it kind of becomes a bit of a business then. Well, right. these coaches who have monetized youth sports, they need people to sign up for their team. And, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith aren't going to keep paying five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 for little Johnny or Jenny to fucking be on that team if Johnny or Jenny ain't getting fucking playing time. Correct. And don't feel like they're getting fucking supported. So they bitch. And Mr. and Mrs. Smith or whoever the fucking coach is acquiesces. Johnny or Jenny gets more playing time. We're now ringing that bell. The dog gets more food. They start salivating. Get to fucking high school. They start to feel fucking entitled. My kids always played. Why the fuck isn't this? Why the fuck? Well, guess what? They stopped growing. They hit puberty early. They were good when they were young. Somebody else grew the fuck up. And it's just better than them. Right. Your kid sucks. They don't deserve it. They don't fucking deserve it. Right. They don't deserve the awards. They don't deserve to go play at a higher level. It is a privilege. It is not a right. And they don't have the presence of mind to shut the fuck up and sit down and just let their kid have fun. And so they ruin the game for the kid. They get these coaches who don't want to fucking continue. And and that coaching bug starts at that young level, right? Yeah. And like, man, this is a lot of fun to coach kids and like help these kids out because it is. I don't. I didn't want to coach, but I coached Jack for the first year. We're having a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it, and I've gotten compliments like you're doing well with the team. I, I appreciate that. It's like, is this something I want to do more? I got news for you. Like the first person who like truly gives me that business is either going to get a right hand or I'm fucking out. One yeah. of the two. Like I know how that's going to end for me. I'm a have historically been a violent person. I've controlled myself of late. <laughs> You know, all those, but like, it's going to end poorly. Correct. And unfortunately, like, I don't see how it ends any other way. I either fucking walk away or I go to jail, right? Yeah. Or I, I get slapped with assault charges. And kudos to these guys for having the fucking peace of mind to say, I think you can do better. Go for it. Right? Like, yeah. you are stunting all of these children from 
getting what they need by being just douchebags. Shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. Now, look, if I'm coaching baseball and I'm giving somebody a pitching lesson and Mariano Rivera walks in because his kid's playing and he wants to give a lesson, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to step back. Yeah. I recognize when somebody knows more than I do, more than likely, and I'm going to step back and say, all right, hey, you got it. 10,000%. Teach him how to throw a cutter, Mo. Yeah. I'll, I'll play Enter Sandman. Yeah, I was All just right. going to say, let me cue Enter Sandman. Let's get this fucking I got rolling. You. I got you. Um, and unfortunately, the people, um, you know, we're trying, you know, you and I talk about this any chance we can. There's not enough people who are willing to tell those people to shut the fuck up. Right. Sit down. Let your kid have fun. Yeah. Go stand in the fucking corner. Leave the coach alone. Leave the ump alone. There's a shortage of all that shit through every yeah. level. No one wants to do it because of assholes like that. Yeah. Go the fuck away. Go the fuck away. And I wish more coaches had the backbone to tell these people to sit down and shut up and they don't want to deal with it. Uh, one of my friends, like, he did that to a guy and then he, like, he's like, I didn't handle that right. He's like, fuck that, you did. You told the guy to yeah. shut up. Yeah. Shut up. You played professional baseball. You know what you're doing. You know how the game is played. Go away, dude. You don't want your kid on my team? Bye. Be gone. 100%. Be gone. But the money has just fucking trickled down, and we are training these parents that this is what it's okay to it's okay to raise your voice. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, 100%, man. I mean, as somebody who's been the head coach and has had to deal with things, you're 100% right when you attack things head on at, at anything. I mean, whatever problem you're facing, if you attack it head on, the problem goes away. Uh, so not to be a fucking me monster, but quick story. I had a kid coming into our program as a seventh grader. His mom and some other moms rallied some fucking troops, some seventh grade moms, and they were going to the Grenada school board because we practice in Truman only. Well, Okay, I heard that, so I went to the school board meeting. They didn't like that their kids had to ride the bus every fucking day. Well, Grenada built a new school, and they tore down the football equipment room. We didn't have anywhere to put our stuff. It fits in Truman, so we put it up there. So we practiced up there. Seemed logical. I had to go to both school boards to approve it. Everybody said yes. His moms came in. They were pissed. I said, nope, shut up, sit down. All the problems went away till the COVID year, whatever. I'm gone now. Same mom just got a science teacher fired because she didn't like how she taught. His, her kid went home and said, oh, I don't like whatever. So they bitched and bitched and bitched, got a science teacher fired, right? It's everywhere, and it's mm-hmm. and it's the fucking worst. And you said it best, Jeff. There's going to be no youth sports, okay? Your kids aren't going to be able to play youth sports because nobody's going to want to ref them. Nobody's going to want to coach them, all right? I started coaching 100% fifth grade football, Fairmont. I moved home from school, and Mahoney's like, hey, you should coach these little guys. Did. Loved it. That's what got me my start. Um, it's a, I saw some parents then that were absolute fucking jokes. It's fifth grade football. Your kid could be so good in the fifth grade, and they could be so bad when they get to high school. Mm-hmm. 
And then to just see those people, I couldn't imagine, man. Most of those dads probably can't even fucking skate. Okay. Mm. So I just, I feel terrible really for those kids because they just missed a gold nugget because their fucking parents suck. And I'm sure, I don't know what's Orno's. I mean, what's the median income in that school district? 75, 80K. That's pretty wealthy spot, ain't it? Uh, Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's right next to Maple Grove. They're doing all right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I don't know, dude. It, it gets me fired up. I fucking hate parents. But you have to understand as a parent, your, until your kid is through JV, it is for development. 100%. Your kid is to get better with reps at practice, everything. Unless you go pay for travel baseball and all that stupid shit, AU, which every actual coach fucking hates. Unless you go do that, then I understand whatever you want to bet you're paying a ton of money. That's another thing. But I disagree. Dude. Really? I disagree with you. It is it, yes, it is for development. It a hundred percent it is. But what the fuck are you doing to develop your kid? And if your response is your you're signing them up for this league, guess what? They ain't gonna fucking make it, man. No, if that's all what I'm you, that's If all you're doing is the fucking bare minimum, your kid is not going to make it. Tough shit. Unless you're yeah, taking no. Jimmy or Johnny outside to play catch with them or making them, or asking them to shoot, you know, an extra 30 minutes a day, they're doing everything that everybody else is doing and they're going to be one of the fucking masses. Right. No, 100%. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying like don't be an asshole at U Sports through JV. Because your kid, like, the only time there should ever be a fucking realistic complaint is if your kid makes it on a competitive varsity level. But at this time, and these spots, there's so many cuts and stuff. And even then, I don't love it. Like, there's no coach ever in the history of time that is coaching a competitive team that puts bad players on the field because they like them more. Guess what? The best fucking guys play. Every time. Best girls play. Every time. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm just saying, like, hey, your kid is there to develop. And that, that's the whole that's the whole idea from youth. Hey, we're learning how our fucking fingers work when we hold a ball to mm-hmm. junior varsity anything. Mm-hmm. Like that is development, development, development. Mm-hmm. Varsity is where we start to weed you out. Yeah. Like if you come out and you don't play, mm, take the fucking hint. You're yeah. not good enough. That's a hundred percent. Like nobody is not playing good athletes. No, you know what I'm saying? No. So like, just shut the fuck up, take them yeah. to practice, enjoy the free daycare. Cause that's 99% of what you sign that kid up for anyways, mm-hmm. and move on with your life. Yeah. And your first question, anytime you're like going to a coach, the, the first thing you should say, like, even when you're in that situation and it is competitive, what does my kid need to do better? Yeah, you should. They don't. That's a, don't that's how to... it should always start. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's look, you we're all biased. Yeah, uh, in some respects, right? Like I, I love my child. I I maybe I'm critical. I I I I am hypercritical of my child, right? Like especially with baseball, right? But 100%. If if I was in that situation, I you know, it's hey, what does my kid need to do to earn more playing time, right? And and the reason I say that is, right, uh, you might, like, think, man, my kid's got a great arm. Why isn't he playing? Well, yeah, he's got a great arm, but he also doesn't pay attention half the time. 
and he's never in Correct. ready position or he never makes the pass that I that I need him to make for my, for our offense to work. Yes, he can shoot, yeah. but he doesn't pass well. Whereas the right. kid behind him doesn't shoot as well, but he's a way better player for the team as a whole because he's yeah. reliable or she's reliable, right? Like whatever, right? And what do they need to do to earn that playing time? And then when you know your kid has earned it, then say, hey, they've done it. What do they got to do now? Well, now right. they got to do A, B, C, or D, right? Like that's right. how it should start. And it's it's the same in the professional world. And if, uh, you know, you can come to me with problems, that's great. The first question I ask you is what's your solution? Correct. Right? Like how how do we how do we fix this? Don't just bitch to me. How do we fix it? And so I want to know yep. from you how you think we fix it. You, you've identified a problem in the organization. How do we get better? And yep. it's the same in sports. You see your kid isn't playing. You should ask yourself, what do they need to do to get on the field? Right. And I'm willing to help you understand that so that you can work with them as well. Because right. when I am coaching or you are coaching, super especially for you, you got 50, 80 kids out there. Right. You can't give all of them the same attention. No. Physically impossible. Mentally no. impossible. So, Mr. Smith, take Johnny home, work on his fucking five-yard outs because right. he doesn't break down right. Yeah. His route's rounded. It's not sharp. Right. You know, whatever, whatever, right? Like, I need a uh, prime, prime example. Uh, you remember when I texted you from the last seven on sevens when I went to uh, watch the freshman early in the night? Yeah. And I told you guys about the dad who said, remember what I told you. Don't worry about the route they, ca they call. Just yes. run to get open and put your hand up. Is your kid fucking Randy Moss? Correct. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. Guess what? Hey, if I got a slant on and Johnny keeps running a vertical, Johnny's going to stand fucking vertically right next to me mm -hmm. all night long because the fucker can't do what he's been told. Correct. You're right. Correct. And I've learned a lot of good things from a lot of really good coaches. Shout out Tim Kirk. He gave me the best piece of advice of all time because, like I said earlier, you play the best kids because you want to win too. Mm -hmm. And if somebody comes to you, you number one, and you say it at the parent meeting, and that shit goes away real fast. You have a rule in place. You invite the parent. They have to come to practice on either Monday or, excuse me, Tuesday or Wednesday. They have to make an appointment with you to be there at Tuesday or Wednesday. They have to be there for the whole practice. And then on those days, if they show up, you set up drills that you know their kid won't succeed in. If the kid dominates that day, all of a sudden, Johnny's an all-star, and he can't play cover three before, but now he can. And then he eat crow, and you say, okay, we got to put him in. But most of the time, they don't, and that the problem goes away because you invite a parent to practice. Like, that's the problem is that parents don't do anything other than just bitch. Mm -hmm. right? They just chase you down in the parking lot and cuss you out. All right, mm -hmm. cool. So, yeah, dude. <laughs> fired up. You got me fired up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, you sports. Fun, 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 fun. Fun. So be an advocate if you're out there, folks. Yeah. You see people acting like that, fucking slap them around verbally. Punch <laughs> them in the face. See what happens.
On your own accord. We're not advocating for that. I'll do it on my own accord. Fofa. Yeah. It's fucking A. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Pat Sajak's retiring. R.I.P. Well, no. Not R.I.P. Jeez. <laughs> well, did you see him taking over? Yeah. Pat Sajak Jr. Ryan Seacrest? Another human who doesn't age. Uh, yeah, that's true. Did y'all see Vanna's pissed? Uh, sure. Why is she, she saw how much they're pay, they're, they, She saw how much they're going to pay Ryan Seacrest. How much she are they paying him? I don't know. Oh. But Vanna's not doing another episode until she gets a fucking raise. Good for her. Yeah. Good Get for your her. bag, Vanna. Get your bag. That being said, do you know how much like Pat and Vanna were getting paid? Probably a ton, dude. A ton. They were making like $15 million a year. Isn't that stupid? Plus $15 million a year from like licensing of like the Wheel of Fortune slots. And I'm sure, like, yeah, other games, all kinds of, there's board games, I'm sure. And they I know work, you can play the at-home one. They only work four days a month. That's it, huh? They record all that shit in four days? Yes. Fuck me running. Here's the deal. I ain't crying. Somebody says, hey, we're paying this guy a little more. I said, hey, are you still working four days a month? Yeah. You still getting paid $15 million? Yeah. Okay. Shit. I'm good. Shit. Fuck me to God, tears. Damn, yeah, dude. That's... So shout out Pat Sajak, dude. Shout out Pat. What a run. Has been collecting a bag for 40 fucking years. Good for him. America's favorite suppertime TV show. <laughs> Was it? I would I would bet to venture that, that 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 show plays in more living rooms and kitchens with a TV. Well, supper is being prepared or eaten than anything else in America. Well, with that in mind, I think we got to squat up best TV All game right. shows then. What a segue. What a segue. What a segue. All right, dude. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's pick our squads for best TV game shows. Um, All right. Go first. You want me to go oh, first? Yeah, this is your draft. You can go first. All right. Number no one. No snake. Price is right. Top five. No, you went okay. Price is right was yours. Yeah, solid. I'm gonna go Family Feud. Oh, you bitch. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number two. I will take Jeopardy. Okay, good. That was really low on my list, so I'm glad you took it. Um, I'm gonna take. I'm going to take Wheel of Fortune. I'm going to take it as number okay. two. Okay. Yep. Uh, my number three, Double Dare. Oh, okay. So that's solid. I actually have just Double Dare 2000 because that was the one when I was a kid that was out, was in it just ran for a year, Double Dare 2000. Okay. So I'll take it off the list. I'll let you have it. But Yeah, it's the um, same show. Yeah, yeah, it is, but just Double right, Dare like, 2000. Then they had the Super Slime that really brought that out on Nickelodeon and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to go uh, Deal or No Deal. Oh, it was on my list-ish. Okay, uh, I'm going to put it down here. Doing a little typing. Ben Semp takes Deal or No Deal. Uh, my number four? 
Cash cab. Ooh, that was up there for me. That's a good one. I didn't know how long I'd have to have to hang out on that guy. That's a good one. Okay, Every man show. My, oh yeah, that was top. Then my number four is Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Mm, that's uh, look underrated because I feel like it had a short run. It really did. It really that could make that could be a comeback, but we should probably have inflation. Who wants to be a hundred millionaire? What are we thinking? Yeah, I think I, I think the the blessing and the curse, right? The blessing was it was prime time. Yeah. So tons of eyes, and it swept over the nation like a fucking wildfire. Hundred percent. Right. And then you had the the guy who won it just being. The greatest cocksucker of all time. I'm going to use a lifeline. Calls his dad. I'm going to win a million bucks. Didn't yeah, even didn't ask. Didn't even need him. Oh, uh, so fucking good. That was, I mean, like, the curse was that it was a short run show. Right? Like, they tried so to keep surprised. it going with the girl, uh, Meredith Vieira. Yeah. Right? But just didn't have the same uh, je ne sais quoi. Yep. As Regis. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's a that's a top one. That's a good one. That's a steal at four for you. I think I so too. Like. Yeah. Um, it was probably going to be my number five. All right. So, like my fifth. Uh, I'm going to go. Fear factor. Okay. See, I didn't know if that would be on there. Yeah, and that's so, why I was a little hesitant. Like, does yeah. that count? But I think it counts. Yeah. It's yeah, then I show. have, I have, I mean, I have a couple honorable mentions. Then, um, what's your fifth? My fifth, <laughs> I could swap it, but I'm gonna take it. The weakest link. Oh, okay, okay. That was a good one, especially with the British girl. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. You know, like just like a pop culture phenomenon sure. as well, right? Like sure. that was a line forever. So the, that's my top five, and I do have a five five honorable mentions. I suppose I got so. some honorable mentions. My first, I was singled out. Don't know that one. Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, it was probably a child. To MTV, like it was yeah. like a bunch of it was a girl who would like ask dudes questions, and they she'd like ask elimination questions, get them out, and Jenny McCarthy was like one of the hosts, and then it became. Uh, Fuck, I forgot the other. It was essentially Baywatch hosts that then chimed in. Uh, okay. Her, her subbed in as the hot girl. But yeah, singled out MTV. Love it. Love it. Um, supermarket sweep. Yeah, that was on my list. That that was the one that I thought about putting at five because I still watch that. That's on again on Food Channel. Okay. Uh, solid. Pressure luck. No whammy, no whammy. That's I couldn't remember what it was called, dude. All I could think of was no whammy, no whammy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that made a comeback too, and they had like these little red devil things on there. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, Stump the Schwab. Did you ever watch Ooh, that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's like the only true sports one, and I remember that being on like ESPN News or ESPN mm-hmm. Two late at night all the time. That was good, or for two years. I actually looked it up. I thought that ran for a lot longer than it did, but it did Absolutely. not. Absolutely. That's a good one. Uh, and then my last honorable mention, because you took uh, Supermarket Sweeps. Yeah. Um, newlywed game. Old okay, one. I had the, Old yeah. one. 
But those are good clips. I also had the dating game on there. Same thing, same premise. I just those old clips crack me up when I see them on like TikTok or Instagram reels or whatever. They're well, how about hilarious. The, the dating game having fucking Ted Bundy on it. Oh, I didn't know that. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was, I think he was a contestant, right? And it's like one of the, or at least maybe, maybe that's just like an old wives tale now at this point, but it was essentially a fucking serial killer was somebody that somebody could have picked essentially. That's so I don't wild. think he got picked. I would assume not probably part of why. <laughs> well, he wasn't Ted Bundy then. <laughs> mm. He was. Well, no, he Ted was. Bundy. Yeah, but he wasn't like, you know, infamous Ted Bundy. Yeah, but he, maybe he was killing people. Oh, for, no, yeah, for sure. He was killing people at the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's that. Uh, then the last two I have, MTV's The Challenge. Okay. Challenge. I mean, at Fear Factor, it's kind of the same premise. You know, you get voted off. And I suppose Fear then Factor wasn't voted off. It was, a con- it was a competition. Yeah. But, I mean, like, so was kind of survive Fear Factor, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, no, you had to, like, complete the... It wasn't a vote off thing. Right. But I mean, like you had to complete, but I mean, same with yeah. like, the challenge. Like if you're in the bottom two, then you kind of got went to elimination. Yeah. See, like, I, think, I don't like, know. That's I, why I threw it on honorable mention. Cause I didn't know for sure where we'd be. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and great like, TV though. I, I haven't watched one in years, but I used to love that. hundred percent. Like, and like that, like the challenge, uh, like kind of fell into a category for me of like survivor. Yeah, uh, Big Brother. Yeah, The Amazing Race, like those. See, but I don't know what you would call those because technically, they, I guess they are game shows because you're competing for a prize. That's but fair. I don't know. I'm with you. They're they're in their own category. Yeah, maybe the yeah, it's like it's its own thing. Anyways, and then the last one I have is Pyramid because it was ten thousand yeah. dollar Pyramid, then it was fifty thousand dollar, then it was a hundred thousand. So yep. just judge the amount of inflation based on how much the pyramid Correct. is worth. Correct. Correct. So always a great one. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was a fun one. It was fast. That was good. Liked it. That was fast. It. Um, I think I whooped your ass soundly, but no, no. Actually, I have Steve Harvey. Uh, yeah, Family Feud. That's it's up there, but yeah. Price is Right is up there. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's great. I also have Deal or No Deal Man. and Millionaire, eh. and Will Fortune, which I mean, we both got long running ones. Yeah. Some that were short in their time. Tell us who won. Yeah, tell us, us who know. won. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. Uh, should we pick some shit? I went over three. I don't know. I said I went 0 for 3. I have nothing yeah, prepped for this week. Um, so I actually had a ton of fun betting on golf like that. So I I did it again. Okay. Um, changed it up a little bit. I was a little butthurt that Colin Morikawa and Max Homa were the two guys that ruined my uh, uh, seven-man top 40. Come on, boys. I know. Come on, so, you're better than that. Um. My, let's see here. We'll start here. So I have a five leg. I just did five one dollar five or excuse me three five leg one dollar parlays. So number one is a top forty finish parlay. Sam Bennett, Justin Suh, Austin Austin Smotherman, Brian Harmon, Tom Kim, a dollar to win a hundred. 
Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. That's oh, it gets better. It gets better, dog. Don't worry. All right. Um, I'm going to go Ricky Fowler and Colin Morikawa, both to finish top 20, including ties, plus 250. I love it. I love that. Um, my second one, same five dudes. They all catch fire. Place top 20, a dollar to win 1800 All right, I'm going to take JT, Sung JM, and Finau, all top 10, including ties, plus 3,100. Love it. Love that. Then my last one, five-leg mixed bag. Really need these guys to pull through. Just kidding. Um, but Colin Morikawa and JT to finish in the top five. Max Homa and the chosen one, Hideki Matsuyama, to finish in the top 10. And Austin Ekro to finish top 20. A dollar to win 756. Excellent. Hey, I tell you, one of these $1 parlays hits, we are truly back to even. So Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to go F1. Formula Uno. Uh, Max Max Verstappen to win place and show by himself. Could he do it? Could he place top three? Um, I'm gonna go first car to retire. Oh, at Sunday's race. Who is it? I'm gonna take. So the favorite is Williams at plus 500. Nice. But I'm going to take no retire. Nope. I'm going to take Haas at plus 750. Okay. All right. Swinging big. I like that. I like that a lot. Shout out you. There we go. Good shit, and this one's in Austria, in case you were wondering. Okay. No, I wasn't. I didn't. I knew you were concerned. I didn't care, to be honest, Jeff. Don't lie. I don't give a shit about that open-wheel bullshit. You're a closet F1 fan. I can see it. No, I know. I know Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton. I don't remember the other guy's name. I bet on him once, but... He's got, what's the nickname? Sergio Max Perez. Checo. Checo. Yeah, that's my yeah. dog. Charles, Checo. Charles Leclerc. Yeah, really the big him. name this year is Fernando Alonso. Guy my age, making a comeback. Good for him. Yeah. Got Nico Hulkenberg. Probably got all kinds of cum on his back. <laughs> Shout out Kim Kardashian. Um, yeah, dude. Fourth of July coming up. Yep. I hope yep. everybody has just a fucking outstanding Correct. weekend holiday. Hopefully you get Monday off. Uh, maybe we nope. should start a petition for ha- having the day after the fourth off as well. I'd love that. Make that like a thing. 
you know, because should you know, always be a day before day after it's independence. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Right. The war wasn't won on one day. No, right? we need a three day holiday for this thing. Um, so we can really live it up and do it right. But yeah, I hope you all live it up. Do it right. Drink whatever you're going to drink, smoke, whatever you're going to smoke, uh, have fun with whoever you're going to have fun with. Hopefully you all come back with all your digits. Happy birthday, America. Have a great fucking time. Thank you all for listening to this so much and get your ass back to even for when you roll back into work. Ben, do your thing, brother. Uh, appreciate y'all listening. Uh, Pre-4th of July shout out to Jeff Ray and all the other men and women who defended our independence. Appreciate you. Um, have a hell of a weekend. Enjoy it. It's here. We're living. I'm Boji Bound. You really want to be Branson bound with these losers? Uh, like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, all that fun stuff. Be good, everybody. Whatever you do, get back to me. Why you gotta be up in my business? Please leave me alone. I ain't being rude, swear that I just like my privacy. It ain't nothing wrong if you're choosing not to ride with me. I got a sidekick, you know how Batman Robin be Oh, Bonnie and Clyde, my feelings is down to Robin I just say the word, the dog is jumping the fence I ain't say a word, the shorty say give me this Oh, that was your girl, she screaming my government I hopped off the curb, I ain't looking back since